This is Bobby Boucher from the 50 Shades of Boucher podcast, and you're listening to Sports Done Right. Oh, yeah. Get your snow cats ready and get over here. Right now? You darn tootin'. Don't you know it's time for the governor's weekly address? Live from the Situation Room of his lakefront chateau, he's bringing a little color to the voice of Minnesota sports talk and worldwide. His mama calls him Vince, but you can call him Governor. And by way of executive order, he's serving real sports fans a dose of sports done right. Edwards, oh man, rainbow three by Anthony Edwards, puts him in double figure scoring. And the one-two pitch, a drive to left field and deep. Gordon going back, on the track, at the wall, twist take the lead, 2-1. Nelson Cruz golfing a one-two pitch to the second deck in left center. Parisi, fanned on it, recovers, got it to Niederreiter who fires, Parisi on the rebound, scores! Right to Dalvin, turns it up to the end zone, touchdown! All right, people, what's going on, everybody? Vince Wright, the sports governor, coming to you live and direct. Geez, maybe, well, I won't say for the last time, but for one of the last times, I think it is, uh, from the Valley of the Sun, Phoenix, Arizona, and uh, I am very excited to get home. This has been a great trip, and we'll get into that later. I think we'll have the first lady on and do one more uh, little arizona theme show before we get on out of here, but I do have a very, very special guest on the line here. He is the host with the most, and this goes back to the North Star Sports Podcast uh, that he helped craft with me and Justin uh, Ekstrom. Uh, Now over Beer Belly Sports is the brand and the show and everything else. So let me introduce all the way now from Bemidji, Minnesota, home of those beavers. What up, Matt Geffrey? Hi, buddy. How's it? How are you doing in the Valley of the Sun? You're li- oh, looks like man. you're living life, living large on the golf courses. Left. <laughs> oh, you're always in the damn golf course. Hey, man. I, you know what can I say, Matt? I I'm just trying to live life, enjoy life, man. You know that. So that's what the sports governor does. But hey, looking forward to getting home and hopefully catching up with your ass this year, man. I haven't seen you in a very, very long time, so. Uh, we are definitely more than due to, you know, break some bread and, you know, have some drinks and whatnot and get all caught up. You're you're right. We we haven't had really any any time together. I think it was, what about two years last time we talked. Or I mean, oh god, you know, I I think you're right. Yeah, I mean, with the pandemic, I mean, when we were doing the North Star Sports podcast over at X Golf, yeah. Hey, God, yeah. you know, I mean, unfortunately, time does fly by. It it may have been, God, it has been about two years. That is wild. 
Uh, it hey, is wild, yeah, because when the yeah. pandemic hit, we kind of just, like, slowed down on everything. Right, exactly. And then uh, Matt moved up north to be closer with the daughter, and that's very cool. But I miss my I miss my homie, man. I miss my buddy. Uh, I, I miss... We, I miss you too. I miss like how you, I, when we talked, we had Justin on Beaverly Sports a few, about a month ago. Mm-hmm. We talked about like how, how Justin and I would just ramble and you would be there kind of be like <laughs> in the middle, kind of keep us, let's stay on track, guys. Let's stay on uh, track. Listen to you. Listen oh, to you. Guys. You know, nobody yeah, loves a four-hour podcast like Vince Wright. <laughs> but let me tell you, man, we got to wrap the stuff up at some point, fellas. I mean, you guys are over there talking about Malaska softball. I mean, you know, Jackrabbit football. I mean, hey, I love Jackrabbit football like the rest, but come on, man. We got to move the show along. All right, man. Hey, speaking right. of the wild, let's get to it now. Matt obviously is, uh, you know, like a lot of Minnesotans, a huge hockey fan. And one of the reasons I wanted to have you on here, obviously, um, you know, there has been a flurry, <laughs> ironically, of signings. <laughs> it's, I didn't even plan to work that in like that. That was smooth. Perfect. Hence, the big smooth. There we go. But anyway, um, obviously, we got the big trade. My Hawks releasing from purgatory. Um, Mark Andre uh, giving him a shot, which I, I was actually very happy with, even though it's within the division, because I just have that much respect for the Hall of Fame goalie. Um, I thought mm-hmm. that Chicago would start the rebuild, and when they got him, I thought that would you know be a nice piece for the Hawks. Is not working out that way at all in Chicago. So get him out of there, let him get a shot before he winds up retiring. So. Lo and behold, now, because a lot of this doesn't happen within the division, but the Wild get them. I mean, I, I, I guess I don't really have to ask how you feel about it, but tell the folks how you feel about it. I think it was a huge move. I think um, our GM is probably the smartest GM after this year. Uh, mm-hmm. He made one of the ballsier moves that I've not really seen a GM do. And it's, you're getting a Hall of Fame uh, a goalie in Flurry, and he is—he—he's he's, going to be a Hall of Famer for sure. Uh, the Wild do give up, I believe, a second round, which could become a first round to Chicago. But if you look at it in the long term, this could be—I mean, the short term, this could—this could be play. I mean, I, I think the Wild are going to be a playoff team, but they could go farther than the t- traditional "oh, we're one and done" out of the first round. Right. I'll see you later, type yeah. thing. So hopefully to get out of the first round and get in, get into the second and third round where the Wild can really show how good they really are. And well, I think they yeah. can do that with, with with the help of adding a goalie because that's what they really needed was another goalie who can yeah. who, who's been there, who's seen it, who could who could fight that, who could actually have all these other uh, questions that the young guys may have for them for him since he's been there. So it's a smart move. That uh, uh, that the Wild did. No, I I totally agree, and and you know, I mean, this again coming from the Blackhawks fan, but um, Bill Guerin's the stud. I I love what he's doing. I think I you know I said this when I had Alex Micheletti on, and when I've been on uh, mm-hmm. the Soda Podcast, this is exactly what Minnesota needed. Now, I get in trouble because I go against what I call that Minnesota kind of hockey snobbery a little bit, you know. We got to have Minnesota yep. fingers on this. We got to have Minnesota players. The GM's got to be from World. I mean, you know, all this other stuff. 
And I'm just like, look, man, do you want to win? Let's just get the best players in here. I don't care if they're from, oh, by the way, Russia, like your best player is. Yeah. I don't care if they come from Tennessee, Minnesota, wherever. If you want to win, just worry about putting together the best team. I think sometimes uh, Minnesota fans in particular, and, and even that organization has gotten in their way by wanting to get a little too many Minnesota f- cooks in the kitchen. And I I am just totally, uh, you know, I mean, the Wild are my second favorite team. But I what Bill's done over there has been exactly what that organization's needed. Uh, no BS, as he likes to say. I mean, he's going to tell it to you straightforward. Uh, obviously got rid of two Minnesota hockey legends, you know, just over a year or so ago to prove his point. And I think you're right, man. I think if the if the Wild can get past whoever it's going to be in the first round, I think they got his, well, I mean, you know, if they keep playing like we've seen them play most of this year, Matt, I think they got a good shot, um, as good a shot as anybody else coming out of the West. Oh, I think so, too. You talk about, you know, what Billy G has done. He's brought in two, also two, two bruisers as well, two, two tough guys who can play that blue line and mm-hmm. help you know, help out with the toughness because it can't just be, uh, uh, it can't just be the moose out there just throwing his body around. Dumbo, yeah, can throw his body around as well too, but uh, you had two more tough guys in there. This is going to be a huge beaten team. These teams are going to be beaten guys left and right physically. And they've been, and they have been, they've been right. out hitting a lot of guys. They've been out uh, shooting the puck. They've been out uh, getting a, a puck on goal. Numerous of times. So they, these guys are shooting. These guys are playing well. They're throwing their bodies around, and especially when they're all healthy. When they're all healthy, this team mm-hmm. can go far. Absolutely. Now, they you know, had that little losing streak, had a couple losing streaks coming off the All-Star break. The disappointment of the All-Star, or not, excuse me, not the All-Star break, but the uh, Winter Classic um, that they had yeah. here at Target Center, or excuse me, Target Field. And, you know, seem to be hitting their stride again. So now I think kind of becomes a problem. Everybody's saying the right things right now. It all sounds good. But you do have now this Hall of Fame goalie. And I know the, you know, coaches said, hey, we're going to do it the same way we always have, which is game to game to game. Um, If one of these guys gets hot, Matt, does the other guy have what it takes to just kind of sit there and, and just take the ride for this season? Well, I think so, especially for the goalies. It, it's nice to have you have both goalies who actually can play. Right. Because uh, Talbot, hey, man, uh, he got a shutout last night against Vegas. He did. I think it's the second one of the year. I mean, we had, I mean, we, we've seen goalies like this. We've seen Dudnik who's been like this. He's been an up right. and down type goalie. I mean, when Dudnik came in, we were like, oh, shit, he's just one of those. He's one of those goalies that's a, uh, just a band-aid for us. And then he came out and did really well. Hey, had, I thought they were ready to build a statue for him when after that well, first season, time, right? It, it felt like that. They were just like, yeah, he's a guy. He's our guy. He's going to take it to the promised land. Then what do you know? We get to the first round, right, yeah. dead. Second, get next year, first round, dead. So just, I, I, I think the team this year different. The culture is different. And that's all it is. In culture, culture, yep, and absolutely. how well, how I mean, you, you look at you look at PJ Fleck. PJ Fleck changed the culture at the University of Minnesota. Right. We talk about year zero for the Gophers. The Gophers are absolutely. You know, they, they had that year zero change or zero uh, uh, year zero change for them, and, and you can tell that things have changed. The culture have changed. 
Oh, I think a lot of teams are building, even in the pros, are building on your culture. How, how do you change your culture and how do you get better because of your culture? Absolutely. You keep pushing for that. Hey, I, listen to Matty G. He knows what he preacheth, my friends. I mean, but no, seriously, I think I totally agree. It is just, it's been, a, a like I said, a pleasant change of culture. You know, with that organization, because, you know, especially with hockey, because Minnesota, you know, it really is the state of hockey. And you have so many kids that play and and come through the system and wind up getting to the NHL. Man, if if the Wild could, you know, because I grew up, at least I got to see the North Stars get to the cup a, a couple times. And, yeah, they got their butts handed to them. But, you know, hey, at least they got there. Um, it, it is definitely time that Minnesota hockey fans get a chance to, you know, take that deep playoff run because there is nothing better or more exciting, honestly, than, than playoff hockey. And, you know, it, you know, for, for wild fans, I think it would be real nice to see them get back there. It has been a long time since the wild made a, a real playoff, uh, deep run, so to speak. So, uh, you know, God bless them. If they can do it, that'd be great. You're right. They have, what, four four years for Kaprizov, his uh, contract? Is it three or four years? One of those, one of those two mm-hmm. uh, uh, to show, like, what they could do in next year with the cap hit with uh, Suter and Parisi. Who knows what they're going to do next year? So this would have to be this year. You need to show us, like, what is this team made of? Oh well, and that's the one thing too. I like the moves. You know, they got a couple. Uh, I, you know, I don't like to use the term backup players, but they, you know, they got a couple other dudes that they uh, traded for and signed yesterday. I love what they're trying to do because what they're yeah they're going for it now. Uh, not not next year, not the season after that. They're going for it yeah. right now. And I think that the Minnesota Wild fans appreciate that. I think that the fans, you know, especially over. You know the the past few years here realize what they're trying to do and to get and to get themselves in position to win the Stanley Cup. So, uh, props to the Wild. Uh, you know, as a Blackhawks fan, I don't like giving too many props to the to the Wild, but you know, <laughs> uh, hey, you got to do you, what you got to do. You had your chance. You had your time with three <laughs> past, like, ten years. Yes, yes. I think you're fine. The all. <laughs> You know, well, here's the thing. Now, let's let's just kind of talk hockey here because, you know, the Blackhawks situation with Kane and Taze. Let me ask you this before we jump into some NFL, my friend. Um, Just your hockey mind here. You're in charge of these Blackhawks. Um, I'm checking, you know, I'm following Blackhawks media and this and that. And it is starting to be mentioned that Kane, possibly Taze, but more likely Kane being dealt somewhere. Um, you know, but obviously when you have arguably the, the greatest American hockey player ever to do it, you know, you just yeah. don't necessarily, he kind of gets the right to, you know, stay put, especially after he helped bring you three cups in seven years too. So, you know, there's all kinds of side issues going on here, but would you look at getting rid of Kane and Taze if you were the GM down in Chi-Town? Well, it all depends on what they're, if they have trade clause or not. Let's say, let's say that. That they remove their supposedly trade. Yeah, card. that's a good uh, point. Yeah. Um, I would say I think Kane would want to would probably want to move on. I feel like he has more upside than Taze. Uh, I feel like Taze has been kind of like on a on a de- decline a little bit mm-hmm. the past you know a couple of years. But I think Kane has 
Kane out there still has some promise. I think you trade him to someone else, a contender, obviously, and, and see what he can do. And you know, if he wants to move or if he wants to be traded, as awesome. I th- I think he's been around long enough where he can pull those type of strings. Where hey, right. I want to move this. I want to move here. Or maybe or maybe they have a set amount of teams that they would like to be traded to. I mean, there's there's players that are like that too who want to be traded. I I totally agree, and you know. I'm I'm up for it. I think you know the the Hawks are a couple years behind the rebuild, so you know as just a fan, it's like come on, let's get going here. And hey, if one of the guys or hell, even if both of them ultimately wind up leaving, we still got the memories. They're still gonna have the jerseys retired in a couple years after they mm-hmm. leave. All that stuff. So, all right, my man. So moving away. From, oh, real quick, I gotta you know. Okay. I, I don't have you on often, so I got to talk to you and let you splurge <laughs> a little bit. Uh, talk to me, man. Uh, Bemidji State Hockey, what happened? Yeah, uh, I don't know. I was so confused. I didn't watch any of it because you got to pay for it. Right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> me being a guy who uh, doesn't like to, you know me. I like to. I'll penny pitch anything. Let's just that's, say Matty G, as I call him, is 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 a frugal gentleman. He, the, he's a very frugal guy. <laughs> the Polak, the Polak in me is like, oh, hey, come <laughs> on, man! Why do we gotta go there? Jeez, I'm <laughs> but no, he said it, not me. Send your emails to <laughs> to Beer Belly Sports. There you go. Right. There you go. I ain't scared. Um, no, it's, it's very confusing because the supposable goal, they checked it and all the refs, I guess, left. They were gone. Like like after any sporting event. Oops. Hello? Well, did we lose Matty G here? Ah, we lost Matt. Hold on one second. Let's do this. I'm going to take a quick break and we'll get Matty G back on the line. Hold on one moment here. We'll be right back to sports done right. This is Justin Exxon from KNSI and KNSI Sports out of St. Cloud, Minnesota. Don't worry if you've never heard of me. My parents don't even listen. And you're listening to my main man, the sports governor of Minnesota, Mr. Vince Wright and the Sports Done Right podcast. Do it, baby. 
votes are in and it's official. He's Minnesota's number one sports color commentator. The people got it right. And now it's time for you to get your sports done right. With the governor of sports talk, the honorable Vince Wright. Now, let's get back to the show. All right, my friends, we are back with Matt Geffrey. Sorry about that. I don't know what happened with the... uh the phone line or whatnot, we've had some sketchy incidences down here in Phoenix, so it may have been on my end. But anyway, Matt, so Matt, um, we were talking about Bemidji State Hockey, what happened this weekend. So uh, for the folks out there, kind of a controversial ending to the game, if you want to get into that real quick and give us the the uh, Bemidji State Beaver side of it. Well, from, from my understanding, um, what, what it looked like the after the call happened, uh, just like in any other sport, the uh, the refs or whoever they they always leave the playing field. They always leave the ice or the court right. or whatever after every buzzer. So, I think what happens when they left and they got dressed and after so looking at it, they left the arena and they had to call them back. That's a long time for them to come back, and they got a fresh sheet of ice. And before you know it, the game was over. It didn't take very much longer, but still, mm-hmm. it's a long season like that. You know, the, the Beavers actually had a pretty decent start and then had a very uh, medium. I mean, it looked pretty, I would say it looked pretty bad in the middle, in the middle of the season. And then it kind of did some, uh, then kind of rose a little bit and finally got themselves into a different, a decent playoff spot. Right. But uh, they went to Michigan Tech, like, I think last week and they didn't, uh, they played really well. But they shouldn't beat Michigan uh, Michigan Tech. They should have lost. But, well, you know, it doesn't matter. <laughs> they got a win. They upset them and went down to Mankato. And I think a lot of people thought that they were going to get trounced. And holy hell, they played very well down in Mankato. And mm-hmm. I'm surprised how well they did. They took it to overtime. And they had a controversial call. And they, they almost got it. They, they could be almost going to Frozen Four, which I think is in Boston this year. Yeah, I think, I think it's in Boston. Hey, real quick, yeah, I wanted. Oh, no, go ahead. Finish your thought, Bob. No, I was going to say just the the, the Beavers. Yeah, so close like this all the time. They have they haven't been a Frozen Four goal for a long time. I think half yeah. uh, once in the past, like I think ten ten years, they've been right. the Frozen Four. So, hey, real quick, just wanted to say what up to some of the folks in the live chat room. Got the greatest from South Central. My wife is listening. She's over at a friend's Aww. place out here in the Valley. Uh, Tiffany Sports in Heels, my favorite track goddess, is listening. I have to get her on talk a little track and field sometime. And who else? Just real quick, Big Mike out there in Eden Prairie, A number one, always listening. And we have Cindy from North Minneapolis joining us as well. So, uh, again, folks, I got Matt Geffrey on the line. He is the... Uh, founder, the main man behind Beer Belly Sports. And, you know, before we get into the NFL, Matt, real quick here, tell the folks about Beer Belly. Tell them where they can follow you guys on social media and kind of your thought process um, behind such a unique name. Well, um, Beer Belly Sports originally started back in, I think when I first moved up to Bemidji over five years ago. We had a podcast up here called, called Beer Belly Sports. And then after I left left Bemidji, I went moved down to the cities and that's like you and uh and Ekstrom started North Star Sports Podcast and I had more of a sleeker name and I figured we can get to a lot more places with 
North Star Sports podcast. And we did. We did really well. We had we grew a lot of things. And, and then, uh, after after the pan, well, during the pandemic, everything kind of shut down. Everything basically shut down of the course. podcast. Yep. And we couldn't really do anything because you lived in uh, uh, Woodbury, and I lived in uh, Cannon Falls, and Justin lived over by uh, St. Cloud. So yep. yeah, we were all over the state. <laughs> It was super tough to have like us do a live show together, and he, he, even with you know together itself, it was pretty damn tough. Yeah. But uh, it, it it was fun when we had each other. But this up here in Bemidji, it's uh, we we kind of toned back from sports, sports, sports. Your whole life's all about sports, and we're the common. Uh, <laughs> right. We kind of more have fun. I mean, like you know me, you heard my shows, you've done my shows before, where it's like I just want to have fun. I just want to talk shit and just. It's, it's basically like if you go out drinking with your friends. If you go out drinking at the bar, you belly up to mm-hmm. the bar, you start talking to guy next to you, sports, life, anything you want to talk about, that's basically what Beer Belly Sports is. I mean, again, we are a semi-pro sports talk, and that's Beer Belly Sports. <laughs> I love it. I love it. All right, my man. So let's do this. Minnesota Vikings, NFL. Now, just so everybody knows, Matt is a fan <laughs> Of the Dallas Cowboys, the Detroit Lions, the Seattle Seahawks, uh, the Toronto Argonauts, um, you know, I mean, what, the the Calgary Stampede, I mean, you may even slip the Green Bay Packers in there, who knows what bandwagon he's jumping on uh, this upcoming year. But let me ask you, uh, Geoffrey, the Vikings uh, making some huge, huge moves yesterday, bringing in... um, a certain outside linebacker from Green Bay, um, you know, some some other signings in place. Uh, yesterday, I mean, Minnesota sports fans in general are just not used to this. So, I mean, I mean, you know, the past couple days with all these Minnesota teams, you know, going, you know, balls to the wall, so to speak, with these signings, and I mean. You know, for the Vikings to finally agree to terms, get Zadarius Smith over from the Packers. Now, I get it. You know, we worry about his back. He didn't play a lot last year. But, man, if he can stay healthy, uh, he has a three-year, $42 million deal from the Vikings. And we we know the talent. We know what he can do. But, man, if he does it, you know, Daniil Hunter, his his contract now, most of it has gone to somehow it's a signing bonus. So yeah. you you know it gets all crazy when you're when you're dealing with this salary cap here, man. But what were your initial thoughts when you heard that the Vikings uh signed the big guy from Green Bay yesterday? I'm surprised he didn't go to the Cowboys. I know he had he had meetings with the Cowboys or he was gonna have a meeting with the Cowboys, but I think overall I think it's probably the best move for the Vikings. He mm-hmm. played in three four system, and that's what the Vikings are. They're in a three four system. Yeah, they're going why to a three four system. Absolutely. And why not? Uh, plus, you're going to play indoors for uh, a lot of your games. You're going to stay warm. You don't have to worry about playing in Green Bay all the time. So there's that. Yeah, uh, that's true. And, and, and they needed a spark. I mean, you have Kendrick in the middle, who's going to be a he has been a freak for a long time. He's really I'm a I'm a huge fan of Kendrick. Okay, um, as am I. Um, with Barr, I think Barr could be – I've been saying it for over a year now. He could either be traded or he could just be released. But now moving to a 3-4 system, I can see them somehow keeping him, but I wouldn't be shocked if they got rid of him. Uh, right. With, with Hunter, there's – with Hunter, there's another – that's another thing. 
Hunter could I, I feel like he could play the three four system. But he would have to be a a linebacker. I don't think he could play he can't play uh, he can't be double teamed every play. It's not gonna work. But okay. with with him with with his neck, with his spine, it's that could be so many different problems like later course, down the road yeah. for him. So it's just like and he, I think he's only played seven games the past two years. Right. Do you really want that on you? Do you really want to pay for somebody who's going to not play all that much? Yeah, when he's on the field, he's amazing. Oh, but yes. he's been injury prone for so long. Do you just do you cut your losses and just say, uh, screw it, let's just let's trade him out, let's get him while his while his, uh, his stock is so high, or do you just say, or you just grit and bear and say, like, well, we're going to keep him? For, for this year and see what happens. Well, I, you know, I think if he can stay healthy, obviously the motivation is there for him to play well because, you, A, you're playing against your ex-team twice a year, same division. You, you know, you're trying to bring that success over to a new team. Uh, I like it. Uh, you know, like we were just saying about the Wild, the Vikings out there, you know, finally got their, quote, big agent signing. But yet, you know, still making moves at other positions and whatnot. So um, I like what I've been seeing from uh, the Minnesota sports teams. They're they're going for it. And, you know, the other thing, too, with the Vikings, you know, now you have uh, Thielen's contract restructured as well, mm-hmm. which yeah. I, I, I do like to point out the Vikings had the right to do anyway because, you know, the it's like, hey, Adam decided to re, redo his deal for us. Well, that's not true. But regardless, it's done. And all of a sudden, the Vikings opened up a little bit of cap room, and they still got a little bit of cap room from what I've been seeing. So I don't mm-hmm. think the Vikings are done just yet making some moves. I don't think so either. And I know how much you hate Kirk. You are anti Oh, hey, whoa, anti- whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> oh, you've been telling me for Stop. years how much Stop. you know like Kirk Cousins. Or Andy not, not a hater, not a hater. Rifle. Come on. That is just not true. I'm not a hater. I'm a realist. And I've just tried to point out to folks like you. And by the way, folks, this man on the other end of this phone line, who's your other favorite quarterback? Uh, Dak Prescott. Uh, (laughs) There's one more in there you were were pimping for a long time. Uh, Okay, if you say Andy Dalton. Oh, there it is. Ding, 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 ding. Yeah, the Red (laughs) Rifle, your favorite guy. What what happened there? What happened? Oh, no, boy. Nobody pimped harder for the Red Rifle, or excuse me, the Red (laughs) Cap Gun than Matt Geffrey did back in the day. Oh, no, no. And we saw how that turned out. Well, you know, the sports governor tried to tell you, Geff. He ain't it. He ain't it. Well, I I knew he wasn't it, but he was a band aid. When I saw his head roll against Washington a few years ago, I was like, "Oh, he's dead." Oh yeah, yeah, that's true too. Yeah, yeah that man's not coming back. Exactly. So, what else do you like about the Vikings, uh, or maybe that you don't like about what you've seen from the Vikings so far? You know, we got the coach, got the new GM, pieces falling into place. Maybe the better question, Maddie G, is what would you like to see the Vikings do? Uh, going forward here before the uh, camps open up here in a, in a few weeks. I think with draft with the draft coming up here very shortly, I think you go full full in with uh, uh, with defense. You look mm. at uh, Harrison Smith. I don't know why that they re-signed Harrison Smith. 
Uh, they, you know, the Vikings just love that guy for some reason. And, you know, he's given us a lot of great moments. You know, a lot of people say he'll be in that ring of honor one day. But I am, I'm kind of with you on that, Matt. Go ahead. I'm sorry to mean to interrupt you there, but I agree with no, you. No, I, 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 I don't think Harrison Smith is – I'm not saying he's worthy of it. I just – I don't think it's smart to bring somebody like Harrison Smith back to this team who is, who's been on the team for a long time. I think he took a lot of the brunt last year because he – I don't know why. Why, mm-hmm. why does Harrison Smith have to lead our team with – tackles every year it's not good when you're, <laughs> when you're d-back is leading, right? your, is leading your team with right. uh with tackles that's that's not good right. and i think he deserves probably to be somewhere else i mean he's been he was part of the zimmer group just i don't know he just nope, i, I think it was I, I just didn't think it was smart enough i didn't think it was smart for him to uh get re-signed if he, he's you. back great i mean i i know he can still play but he's getting up there no, I, I I totally get it, and you know, I mean, they kept him. I I just hope he produces a little bit more this year, and you know, the Vikings, yet another team, um, you know, that we talk about a lot on sports done right for obvious reasons, but we also got to stress that this team needs to make a real deep playoff run here, real soon. Uh, otherwise, they're going to be in total rebuilding mode as well. Um, folks, again, we got Matt Geffrey joining us here. Matty G, as I like to call him on the Sports Done Right podcast. By the way, that is, and I, and I did a, a real shitty job tonight. Um, obviously, the podcast is brought to you by 7th Avenue Pizza. Make sure you go get you some, as I like to say. And our fine friends over at Cultivated CBD. Uh, the best CBD products out there. If you got pain issues, anxiety, sleep issues, as I tell you every week, uh, they got all kinds of products. They got stuff you can smoke, uh, non-THC. Again, it's it's CBD flower, but they have oils. They have uh, tinctures. They have gummies. So make sure you check out Cultivated CBD. And by the way, you can find the show, How Dare I Not Even Mention My Damn Network, over at the Pigskin Podcast Network, pigskinpodcastnetwork.com. All kinds of great football shows, hockey shows, including the Soda Pod, my personal favorite over there as well. All right, Matty, let's get back to it. Here's only got you for a couple more minutes, my man. And again, thank you for taking time out of your schedule. Uh, Matt, so, you know, the Vikings, they're making moves. Everything seems to be lining up. You want to talk about Kirk Cousins. Let's talk about Kirk Cousins. First off, <laughs> Good. not a hater. I, I, you know, I, I, I like, and I told you this too, homie. I was a, um, somewhat of a fan of his at Michigan State. I liked the, the way I actually, I, I put up a, a tweet about a week or so ago. Some of my friends gave me crap about, but it was a picture of him and, uh, you know, after he'd won a game at Michigan State. I, it may have been the Notre Dame game or something. It was a big game and he just had this, you know, look on on his face, determined, all this stuff. And I said, hey, if this guy played for the Vikings, you know, hey, maybe we might, you know, be in a little better place or have some more wins, all that stuff. So I don't hate him, Matt. I'm just a realist. Okay. And, and folks like you, my friend, I have to set straight, homie, that, you know, yeah. he, he, you know, he is what he is. I, I'll say this and then uh, the floor is yours. And I and I say it all the time on my show. If we can get the best offensive line in football to give him the time that he does need, because when he has time, 
he can be lethal back there somewhat and and at times but you know i think Kirk Cousins is an okay quarterback. I think he's, you know, at this point in the NFL, slightly above average. Is he the guy that's going to get you a Super Bowl? I don't think so. But again, I am more than happy to be proven wrong on this. Okay. So you think week two when they played against Arizona, you think that was Kirk Cousins' fault? No, 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 no. See, this is the other thing, too, that I want. And I'm glad that you're on because you were one of the people that kind of came at me like this. Kirk Cousins is not the reason, especially the past couple years, that the Vikings have lost games like he was maybe the first year or two when he got here, throwing some real bad picks and things like that. We got all kinds of other issues beyond the quarterback this past couple years, so... I'm not one of those dudes, Matt, that says we lost because of Cousins. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, I think he caught a lot of hell with, obviously, let's just call it half the population with his vaccine stance. He becomes now a hero to anti-vax people. The other side, they intensified their hate for Cousins. And I think he's good. I think, again, you just need to give him literally the best offensive line in football for us to have a chance to get to the Super Bowl with Kirk Cousins. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Well, I'll just go back into it like with, like you said, the Cardinals. Like Cardinals. Mm-hmm. He threw – he was amazing in that game. Defense let him down. Kicking let him down. That, that, that was no, the first No, fair point, fair point. Uh, losing against the Browns, that was a shitty thing. That was I, – I, okay, I'll tell you this. Kirk, is he a dork? For sure. He's a huge dork. Is he is he a guy who's like, is he elite? Is he a top five quarterback? No. Is he a guy that I, I think is above average quarterback? I think he'll okay. get no, you there. I, 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 I'm not like, mm-hmm. I'm not all about him. Like, oh my god, he's the greatest thing ever. No, he's not a top five quarterback. No, you not, save I, that he, for Andy Dalton. Unfortunately. Oh, you <laughs> stop this! I can't. This audacity! The audacity you have. How dare you? Anyways, um, how, how how the Vikings almost lost to the Lions to the most Well, yeah, your favorite, one of your favorite teams, exactly. I mean, you were a very happy guy that day. I remember the tweets. I was I was driving back from the city, tweeting in downtown, not downtown traffic, but on four ninety four, six ninety four, tweeting the entire as driving because I'm an idiot, uh, <laughs> tweeting how happy I was that. Alexander Madison drops the ball. I'm like, are you kidding me? And they find a way to win. But still, <laughs> right. that was that was amazing. And then uh, winning against at, at Carolina, that was that was pretty sweet. He was the man that week. But still, it, it's your defense that lets the team down again. It's your defense that really mm-hmm. screws you over the past two years. And, and that's I guess why we're going to go all in. Too. Yeah. You know, I think they'll go all in on defense. Yes, I think they'll stand pat with the kicker. I mean, I don't know. I I don't follow kickers, so I don't know who's out there or whatever. But um, I do tend to agree with you that on the defensive side of the ball that they're, you know, now if we can just kind of stock up, get some young talent in there to kind of learn the system. And, you know, the the new coaches, especially on our defensive coordinators, can really build a, a a solid defense again up here, then we're going to be looking all right. 
Um, you know, the Vikings extended Kirk the one year. Personally, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have done it, not because I don't like him, just kind of more of a wait and see approach, well, I guess. But but no, you're right. Well, I mean, well, I mean, well, that's the whole thing. There's nobody out. Well, it's not a problem you'd have to worry about right now. But here's my thing. Um, let's talk about this Sean Mannion signing. I I don't know where this. I I don't know where this comes from. And I I mean I don't I I just I don't understand it because I'm sitting here going, well, you drafted Kellen Mond, who are who you know some people were honestly calling the steal of the draft when the Vikings mm-hmm. landed him. Uh, I know I don't know, you know, as I'm not out there, what's going on with him, his on-field development. Does do the coaches just not like what they're seeing, whatever? But I'm just like, listen, why does Kellen Mond not get a look here? And and with this signing of Mannion, I mean, shit, man, his days in in Minnesota might be over before they even got started. Yeah, it's what. It- I don't understand why they resigned. Though I was confused, like you were. I was like, "Why? Why?" Right. I mean, I mean, whatever. I guess. I mean, he's made a you know he's made a couple nice passes here and there, but my goodness, uh, I don't know, man. I was just like, you know, you you got Kellen Mond here. We're we're always talking about dual threat quarterbacks and this and that and all this stuff. Um, I know, you know, just like Kirk, he pissed some people off by not getting vaccinated. I don't know if that's playing into it out there at the headquarters, but it just really perplexes me that this dude that comes in, you know, and supposed to have all this talent is just not getting any looks from the team that drafted him when he was being talked about initially as, you know, the next Vikings QB. Mm-hmm. And I think this year, this well, this year I think it's kind of more like, do do you want to bring in Deshaun Watson and have that type of drama behind you, or do you mm-hmm. want to uh, do you want to bring in the uh, uh, Frodo Baggins, otherwise known as uh, Baker Mayfield? Do you want him to come yeah, in? He's yeah. not person. I think he's not going to carry your team. No, and I, you look I, at the I totally draft, agree. There's no one really. Good. There's no one really good in the draft either, so your right. hands are basically tied. That, and that's what, what I have. That's exactly what I said, my friend, because, yeah, I mean, there is no quarterback talent coming out in college football this year, uh, maybe even next year. As I, you know, as a huge college football yeah. fan and keeping my eye on the national scene, there's not really a lot of national quarterbacks jumping out right now. That'll uh, change when the season starts. But, yeah, you're right. There's just – there's so there's nobody on the college draft board that's really – you know, worth getting super, you know, happy about. And so, yeah, you know, I guess they did just kind of take the the easy way out, so to speak, give them another year. I mean, it wasn't two or three years. So, um, you know, and I just yeah, say, and, I hope it works. And he loves Minnesota. He said it. He lives in Invergrove and he loves living in Minnesota. He loves the people. He loves everything about this state. So if you want a guy who actually loves being in the state and loves being with the Vikings, just having that, just having the work environment of just like, Hey, I love going to work. I could be a Viking. I love where I live. Just having a, just that aspect of a personal side. Hey man, you, you, like you making all the money he's making. You better like where you're living. No, I'll tell yeah, you that. True. <laughs> right. I mean, that dude's been, been, I posted some, he's the richest NFL player. I think for like the past five years or something. I don't know. He's made like over $230 million. 
um, in yeah, his time in the league. It is, oh, I know, I know. I just like having fun with you. All right, Jeffrey. Hey, man, I'm going to let you go. I, it's been almost an hour. Um, again, tell the folks where they can find you on social media. Tell them, you know, where they can find the show. And we'll yeah. hey, we'll talk real soon, my man, because I, hey, I first I got to get up to Bemidji. Um, I hear hey, beautiful dude. things about beautiful Bemidji, the lake and all that stuff. And then the next sure. time you're down in the cities, let me know so I can uh, hook up with you and we can uh, catch up over some brews. Oh, for sure, dude. Well, when, when you come up here, we're going to go up the Castle uh, Golf Course. It is a very long golf course, and it mm. is it that course will test you. Well, for sure, your well, you for sure, your wife. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly, exactly. All right. So, uh, social media. Yeah. Tell them where they can find you, my man. Sports on Twitter and Facebook. Look for the Paul Bunyan. Uh, with the two axes on the side of it, that is uh, that's ours. There's a couple of different beer belly sports. That, but that is the official beer belly sports. You can find me on Twitter as well too. Uh, look up. He's not that good. Forty seven. Uh, he's not that good. Stimulates from or it comes from uh, my love life, baseball career, and also radio <laughs> life as well too. He's not the best. He's not the worst. Hey, he's not that good. And also on TikTok as well too. At, and he's not that good as well too. I've been oh, kind of funny as well. Yeah, I, I was gonna say Matt uh, was one of the first dudes that fell in love with the TikTok craze when it first hit. So yeah, like, looking forward to some more TikToks from you, my, my man. <laughs> awesome. Thanks, man. Appreciate All it. All right. Hey, talk to you soon. And um, my best to you and the family, my friend. And thank you for joining us. I do appreciate it. Awesome. Thanks there, bud. All righty. Peace. Peace. All Ooh. right, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Matt Geffrey joining us here on the Sports Done Right Podcast. Oh, man. All right. As we said, we are on the Pigskin Podcast Network. Go there, thepigskinpodcastnetwork.com. Tons of great shows. And they're, the one thing I, that I am looking forward to and am working with the Pigskin Podcast Network is the growth of this show and into other avenues, YouTube, some live video streaming, things like that. So uh, I know I've been saying that ever since I've been doing the podcast and it gets tough, but uh, with these fine folks in my corner, we're going to take this podcast to the next level. All right, folks. Again, the Sports Done Right podcast is brought to you by Cultivated CBD, the best CBD products out there. Go to CultivatedCBD.com for any information on all their products. If you have questions, feel free to reach out to them. They do a great job, Anthony and the crew over there, of responding to all your concerns, all your questions that you may have. The Nelson family... 7th Avenue Pizza. Listen, I I tell you all the time, go get you some. The ingredients, the sauce especially. I mean, it just has a little little pep to it. Uh, Nothing overly hot, but just something that you can tell that these folks use great ingredients in this frozen pizza. This isn't, you know, uh, the, the old frozen pizzas we grew up with. And no disrespect to the other ones out there. But I'm telling you, man, 7th Avenue Pizza, go get you some. All right, folks, that's another Sports Done Right, and I thank you for listening. Again, I want to thank Matt Geffrey. I want to thank everybody that joined us in the chat room. My wife, Tiffany Sports in Heels, the greatest from South Central. Uh, Mike was out there on the Twitterverse and everybody else. So, folks, have a great night. Have a great week. And, uh, my God, we came to you on an actual Tuesday night for a change.
I will be back next week with more guests, more sports, and more takes on everything out of Minnesota. That's what the sports governor does. Enjoying our last week and a half here. Uh, We are going to go over to San Diego for a couple days next week. We're going to kind of take a long weekend over there. And then it's back home to Minneapolis, St. Paul, Minnesota. And, you know, I'm, I'm excited to get back. But, folks, this, I'm telling you, if you have a way to do a snowbird thing, man, get out of those Minnesota winters if you don't like Minnesota winters. We'll be back next week, friends. Talk to you soon. I am the sports governor, Vince Wright. Make sure you follow me on Twitter at the Big Smooth One. That's the number one after the Big Smooth. And also make sure you check us out, Sports Done Right, W-R-I-G-H-T. And you can find us on Facebook. We have our Facebook group. We have Instagram covered as well. So hit us up there or on Twitter. Take care and have a great weekend. Peace. Thank you for listening to Sports Done Right. With your host, the governor of Minnesota Sports Talk, the Honorable Vince Wright. Check out Sports Done Right every Tuesday night. And when it's over, stay up on all of the breaking sports news and commentary by joining the Sports Done Right Facebook group. Let your voice be heard and join the conversation right now. You finally got it right with Sports Done Right. Right.